Hare Krishna everyone, we're continuing to read The Science of Self-Realization, a book by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Chapter 3, Discovering the Roots. And this section is called Scriptural Basis of the Hare Krishna Movement. We're continuing to read Srila Prabhupada's reply to Professor Stel. Furthermore, in Bhagavad Gita, chapter 15, verse 15, Krishna says, quote, I am seated in everyone's heart. By all the Vedas, I am to be known. I am the compiler of Vedanta, and I know Veda as it is. Unquote. The Supreme Lord, seated in everyone's heart, is described in both the Mundaka and Shvetashvatara Upanishads. Svasuparna Sayuja Sakaya The Supreme Lord and the individual soul are sitting in the body like two friendly birds in a tree. One bird is eating the fruits of the tree or reactions of material activities and the other bird, the super-soul, is witnessing. The goal of Vedantic study, therefore, is to know the Supreme Lord Krishna. This point is stressed in the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 8, verse 13, where it is stated that by the mystic yoga process, ultimately vibrating the sacred syllable Om, one attains to his supreme spiritual planet. In the Vedanta Sutras, which you have recently read, the fourth chapter, Adhikarana 4, Sutra 22, states positively, Anavriti Shabhadat, Anavriti Shabhadat, quote, By sound vibration one becomes liberated, unquote. By devotional service, by understanding well the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one can go to his abode and never come back again to this material condition. How is it possible? The answer is simply by chanting his name constantly. This is accepted by the exemplary disciple Arjuna, who has perfectly learned the conclusion of spiritual science from the Yogeshvara, the master of mystic knowledge, Krishna. Recognizing Krishna to be the Supreme Brahman, Arjuna addresses him, Quote, The world, the world becomes joyful hearing your name, and thus do all become attached to you. Bhagavad Gita 11.36 The process of chanting is herein authorized as the direct means of contacting the Supreme Absolute Truth, the Personality of Godhead. Simply by chanting the holy name Krishna, the soul is attracted by the Supreme Person, Krishna to go home back to Godhead. In the Narada Pancharatra, it is stated that all the Vedic ritual, rituals, mantras and understanding are compressed into the eight words Hare Krishna, 
Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare. Similarly, in the Kali Santarana Upanishad, it is stated that these 16 words, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, are especially meant for counteracting the degrading and contaminating influence of this materialistic age of Kali. All these points are elaborately presented in my book, Teachings of Lord Chaitanya. We have recently read this book just before Science of Self-Realization we have completed. Teachings of Lord Chaitanya. The process of chanting is, therefore, not only the sublime method for practical perfection of life, but the authorized Vedic principle inaugurated by the greatest Vedic scholar and devotee, Lord Chaitanya, whom we consider an incarnation of Krishna. We are simply following in his authorized footsteps. The scope of the Krishna consciousness movement is universal. The process for regaining one's original spiritual status of eternal life, full of bliss and knowledge, is not abstract, dry theorizing. Dry theorizing. Spiritual life is not described in the Vedas as theoretical, dry or impersonal. The Vedas aim at the inculcation of pure love of God only. And this harmonious conclusion is practically realized by the Krishna consciousness movement or by chanting the Hare Krishna mantra. As the goal of spiritual realization is only one love of God, so the Vedas stand as a single comprehensive whole in the matter of transcendental understanding. Only the incomplete views of various parties apart from the bona fide Vedic lines of teachings give a rapturous appearance of the Bhagavad Gita. The reconciliative factor adjusting all apparently diversive propositions of the Vedas is the essence of the Veda or Krishna consciousness, love of God. Thanking you once again, yours sincerely, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. Now reply. February 8, 1970, Swami A.C. Bhaktivedanta. Dear Swamiji, thank you very much for your kindness in sending me your long and interesting letter of January 30, together with the last issue of Back to Godhead. So far, I have had a few discussions with members of your society here, but they were not entirely satisfactory from my point of view. But now, I have your much more authoritative letter, whereby the discussion moves to a higher level. And yet, I am afraid you have not convinced me that all the scriptures you quote prescribe only chanting of the name of Krishna. 
let me refer only to the most important ones. <laughs> In the Bhagavad Gita 9.14, Kirtayanta need not mean chanting of the name of Krishna. It may mean glorifying chanting, reciting, talking, and refer to songs, hymns, descriptions, or conversations. The commentators take it that way. Shankara in his commentary merely repeats the word, but Ananda Giri in his Vyakya classes Kirtana as Vedanta Shravanam Pranava Japascha, listening to the Vedanta and muttering Om. In, quotes, in brackets, that the Vedic Om is Krishna is said in the Bhagavad Gita, where Krishna is also identified with many other things, and which is Smriti, but not in the Vedas, which are Shruti. Bracket closed. Another commentator, Hanuman, in his Paishacha Bhashya, says that Kirtayanta means merely Bhashamana talking about. More important, I think that the precise meaning of this word is that the entire verse does not require that everyone always engage in kirtan, but merely states that some great souls do so. This is obvious from the next verse, which states that anye, others, engage in jnana, yagena, yajanto mam, worshipping me with the worship of knowledge. The Bhagavad Gita is broad-minded and tolerant of a variety of religious approaches, although it also stresses one aspect above all others, meaning sarvafalatyag, renunciation of all the fruits of one's work. Finally, in the last sutra of the Vedanta Sutra, Anavriti Shabdat, Shabda refers to the scripture or the revelation of the Vedas, as is clear from the context and from the commentators. Shankara quotes a number of texts ending with Iti Adi Shabde Bya, according to these Shabdas, to support this, meaning to support the statement that, in quotes, according to the scripture, there is no return. He also refers to Shabda in this sutra by saying Mantrartha Vadadi, mantras, descriptions, etc. Vachaspati Mishra in the Bhamati supports this and classifies it further by adding that a contrary view is Shruti Smriti Virodha, in conflict with the Smriti and the Shruti. Thanking you once again for your kind attention. Yours very sincerely, J.F. Stahl. Now, February 15, 1970. J.F. Stahl, Professor of Philosophy and South Asian Religion Languages. South Asian Languages. My dear Dr. Stahl, reply of Srila Prabhupada. My dear Dr. Stahl, I am very glad to receive your letter, dated Sunday, February 8, 1970. I am very much pleased also to note the contents. 
regarding convincing you that all scriptures prescribe chanting of the name of Krishna, I can simply present the authority of Lord Chaitanya. Lord Chaitanya recommended Kirtaniya Sada Hari. Hari, Krishna, is constantly to be praised. Shikshashtaka 3 Similarly, Madhavacharya quotes Hari is sung about everywhere in the Vedas and Ramayana. Similarly, in the Bhagavad Gita 15.15, the Lord says, By all the Vedas, I am to be known. In this way, we find all the scriptures aiming at the Supreme Person. In the Rig Veda 1.22.20, the mantra is Om Tadvishno Paramam Padam Sadapashyanti Surayaha. Quote, the demigods are always looking to that supreme abode of Vishnu. Unquote. The whole Vedic process, therefore, is to understand Lord Vishnu and any scripture is directly or indirectly chanting the glories of the Supreme Lord Krishna Vishnu regarding the Bhagavad Gita verse 19.14 Kirtayanta certainly means glorifying chanting reciting and talking as you have said but Glorifying, chanting or reciting about whom? It is certainly Krishna. The word used in this connection is mom, me. Therefore, we do not disagree when a person glorifies Krishna as Shukadeva did in the Srimad Bhagavatam. This is also Kirtanam. The highest among all Vedic literatures is the proper place for such glorification of the Supreme Lord Krishna. And this is to be well understood from the verse. Nigamakalpataror galitam falam shukamukadamrita dravasam yutam pibatabhagavatam rasamalayam muhuraho rasika bhuvibhavukaha. Quote, O expert and thoughtful man, Relish Srimad Bhagavatam, the mature fruit of the desire tree of Vedic literatures. It emanated from the lips of Sri Shukadeva Goswami. Therefore, this fruit has become even more tasteful, although its nectarian juice was already relishable for all, including liberated souls. Srimad Bhagavatam 1.1.3 It is said that Maharaja Parikshit attained salvation simply by hearing, and similarly, Shukadeva Goswami attained salvation simply by chanting. In our devotional service, there are nine different processes, different methods for achieving the same goal, love of Godhead, and the first process is hearing. This hearing process is called Shruti. The next process is chanting. 
The chanting process is Smriti. We accept both Shruti and Smriti simultaneously. We consider Shruti the mother and the Smriti the sister. Because a child hears from the mother and then again learns from the sister by description. Shruti and Smriti are two parallel lines. Srila Rupa Goswami therefore says, Shruti Smriti Purana Di Pancharatra Vidhim Vina Aikanti Ki Harir Bhakti Utpatayaiva Kalpatei Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu 1.2.101 That is, without references to Shruti, Smriti, Puranas and Pancharatras, unadulterated devotional service is never achieved. Therefore, anyone who shows a devotional ecstasy without reference to the Shastras, Vedic scriptures, simply creates disturbances. On the other hand, if we st- simply stick to the Shrutis, then we become Veda Vadarata, who are not very much appreciated in the Bhagavad Gita. Veda Vadarata means engaged in merely mouthing the words of the scriptures, but not understanding them or practicing them. Therefore, Bhagavad Gita, although Smriti, is the essence of all Vedic scriptures. Sarvapanishado Gavaha. See the fourth of Shankaracharya's meditations. It is just like a cow which is delivering the milk, or the essence of all the Vedas and Upanishads, and all the Acharyas including Shankaracharya, except the Bhagavad Gita as such. Therefore, you cannot deny the authority of the Bhagavad Gita because it is Smriti. That view is Shruti Smriti Viroda, in conflict with the Smriti and the Shruti, as you have correctly said. Regarding Ananda Giri's quotation, that Kirtana means Vedanta Shravanam Pranava Japascha, listening to the Vedanta and muttering Om. The knower of Vedanta is Krishna, and he is the compiler of Vedanta. He is Vedavit and Vedanta Krit. So, where is there a greater opportunity for Vedanta Shravana than to hear it from Krishna? Regarding the next verse in which it is mentioned that Jnana Yagena Yajantomam, the object of worship is Krishna, as indicated by Mam, me. The process is described in the Ishopanishad Mantra 11. Vidyam Chavidyam Chayas Tadvedobhayam Saha Avidyayam Rityum Tirtva Only one who can learn the process of nations and that of transcendental knowledge side by side can transcend 
the influence of repeated birth and death, and enjoy the full blessings of immortality. Jai. It is a impressive long letter. The culture of Vidya or transcendental knowledge is essential for the human being. Otherwise, the culture of Avidya or nescience binds him to conditional existence on the material platform. Materialistic existence means the pursuit of or culture of sense gratification and this kind of knowledge of sense gratification avidya means advancement of repeated birth and death those who are absorbed in such knowledge cannot learn any lesson from the laws of nature and they do the same things over repeatedly being enamored of the beauty of illusory things Vidya, or factual knowledge, on the other hand, means to know thoroughly the process of nascent activities while, at the same time, culturing transcendental science and therefore undeviatingly following the path of liberation. Liberation is the enjoyment of the full blessings of immortality. This immortality is enjoyed in the eternal kingdom of God, Sambhutyam Ritam Ashnute, the region of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and is the result obtained by worshipping the Supreme Lord, the cause of all causes, Sambhavat, Sambhavat. So in this way, real knowledge, Vidya, means to worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. That is Jnana Yagena, the worship of knowledge. Hmm. This Jnana Yagena, Yajantumam, is the perfection of knowledge, as stated in the Bhagavad Gita 7.19. Gyanavan Mamprapadyante Vasudeva Sarvamiti Samahatma Sudurlaba. After many births and deaths, many births and deaths, he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me, Krishna, knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is. Such a great soul is very rare. Unquote. We shall continue tomorrow with this letter. Jai. So, thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. Check out our website, shravanamdiaries.com. This was Shravanam Diaries podcast, and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.